system, hunting, any, none of that makes any sense. So she just put on this ghost hunting app where it just basically, oh, okay. it's it's like a ghost box. So it pulls out. Oh, like, okay. The words. other day it said Aiden, my son's name. It said Rose. I didn't understand any of it. I was like, but the crazy thing is it said names and Aiden, like that's not. Yeah. It's not like John, Sue. And so the next day I had a client and she's like, I'm just really glad that my Aunt Rose came through. And I was like, wait, what? What is her name? <laughs> I'm like, do you happen to know a Bill? And does he drive a truck? And she's like, oh, yeah, my Uncle Bill. Hmm. Yeah, he did. He ha- he drove a truck. And I was like, I'm wow. losing my mind. Okay, so I have to tell you, we went, I don't know if you've like heard any of the episodes where we've talked about Jesse Shockley. But she was yeah. this little girl that was murdered by her mom, basically. Yeah. Um, and so she she would come to... She comes to me all the time. Yeah, she still comes to Carlene wow. on a regular basis. Yeah. So anyways, she's like, she's been coming to me this week. We should go... Because she took her, like, when all this was still going on. We actually did a whole episode on it. Before but, she died. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I passed it not too long ago. Yeah, so anyways, she was coming to her, like, a week ago, and we were like... She's like, let's let's go up to the place that she took me before, and maybe see if we can get something. And I can get some more answers. So I'm like, okay, we went up, left here about like eight, almost nine. It was like late at night. We're in this remote area, <laughs> <laughs> and we're using. First, we were using this other app where it like it's called Necophonic. It's really. Spooky. I brought my speaker in case we want to use it for this one. Yeah, I don't at want any to. time. I don't want to use the Necophonic. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It's- I love it. Anyway, so yeah, we're out there and we're, we pulled into this little cove and we're staring at this mm-hmm. mountain range and we're doing these things and it's really spooky. It was spooky. It was very dark. Yeah. So we're just sitting there oh, and no. then it kept on saying like a number of words and what was psychopath came up? Oh, a little girl's a- voice. Oh, a little girl's voice. And it would, it would say <gasps> me, me. Yeah. We're like, are you Jesse? And she's like me. And we're like, <gasps> so then it just kind of wow. like, we weren't getting mm. anything anymore. And then we changed over to this different app where mm-hmm. it like literally like will type up the word that mm-hmm. the other app doesn't do that. It just, you have to you try have to and figure, figure out. out what it's saying. This one oh, actually okay. gives you a word. So, but it doesn't say it out loud. And <laughs> there was this one moment where <laughs> I thought I saw something in the peripheral and uh-huh. the, the word that came up was stand. And so Wait, I was like, it said, listen. Yeah. And then it said, stand, right? Yeah. And so we're like, listen. Stand? Stand. We're trying to figure it out. And I was like, oh, is somebody standing over there? I just saw somebody <laughs> standing. And, she, and then we were like, oh, my God, listen, stand. And she, like, <laughs> she's like. Wait, because I say, I do this. I'm like, wait, like you see an actual person or a shadow person? And she's like, I don't know. I I. I swear there's a person right there. And I'm like, spirit people I can handle. <laughs> but if Shadow there's a people? possibility that it's an actual human, no, I can't. Especially that. after we got the word psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, hell it, was, no. it was super comical. Anyway, yeah. so for everybody that's out there, uh, my cousin Bianca is joining us tonight. So you'll hear her pitching in. To no. our story. Oh, for a little this oh. way. There you go. Now you're in. Am I in it? Yeah. You're in it. I don't, I just don't know. Bianca's not in it, though. 
<laughs> oh, but maybe I'm in it in my own her. box. <laughs> huh? I wonder if we'll be able to add her little box oh, okay. in there. Oh yeah. We, yeah. 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 There's an app. Um, me and my husband have gone a couple times to a local cemetery with a group of people, and it's app. Like it, it like goes through. It's kind of eerie when you're in the middle of a cemetery, uh-huh. and it's like. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like words will come, and like it, it scares the shit out of me every time we go, and like someone has it on, and it's always like loud as shit. Mm-hmm. They, you know? Is it the one with and the so, static? Yeah, the static ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's eerie. That one, yeah. that one's distracting. Yeah. But, I like um, this because me and my husband, we we bought um the EMF reader, mm-hmm. and so when the had gone, <laughs> of even bad can nation. Oh wow. Well, let's not talk something. about yeah. Let's not talk bad about that. Nation. <laughs> Even in a bad nation, we can. We'll make something. We more only have about, about three it. more days, so yeah. you know. But yeah, so we bought the EMF reader, and so we take it to um, a little boy's grave because one time we were getting a lot of um, reaction, like he was interacting with me a lot, and That's so um, Garrett got really into it, and so we bought, <laughs> we invested in an EMF reader, and we haven't been since we bought it. <laughs> That's funny. When was that? Was it this year? Um, it was um right before he got sick, actually. So we actually went like a month before we got married, and then we went like a weekend or two weekends after we got married. Right. Um, and it's just like this local group. They all get together, and we go. We usually meet at the cemetery. Um, and it's like a really old cemetery here in Redlands, and um, and so we meet up with like a group of people, and we all kind of walk around, or people split up, and you know. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> Garrett was like really nervous at first, and then after we did it, he was like, "Is it weird that I feel really energized?" And I was like, <laughs> "I don't think so." <laughs> I was like, "I think it's awesome." And we were like all wired, and we had like a hundred thousand pictures that we're going through, and like for anything, and you know. But yeah, it was fun. We we definitely want to go, but because That's he's missing, we, we haven't gone. Go to cemetery. Cemetery. I thought about that. I mean, there's one right here. I thought about going to the one where my sister's buried. Really? Which one were you thinking? Greenlawn. Where's that one? It's more downtown. Oh, because there's the one that's right off of, like, 67th, where my father-in-law is. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, northern. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's the one off the 101 and 7th Avenue. Really? Where my sister is. We should do one of them. Mm -hmm. Let me see if we get it. Something we could do... EVP readings too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Bad yeah. can nation year. That all makes sense. If it says twenty twenty one, I'm gonna <laughs> throw that thing out the window. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. So anyways, uh how was your week? Um, my week has been fantastic. Fantastic. Anytime I'm busy, it's fantastic. I've had some new people. Oh yeah super enjoyable yeah good readings really good i mean i have to say um was it yesterday's was super weird the way they were coming through and had me all over the place really it was still amazing and like add energy spirit (laughs) yeah i think she was a little nervous and so had me all over the place but it's just different and then i mean honestly this is why i allow so much time because I don't know how it's gonna how how my person's gonna feel how spirit's gonna be 
and then I always tell people if we condensed everything that was said it could have been done in an hour but because they have me all over the place yeah yeah but she got everything she needed I mean and I think she's this morning I got hey my friend told me to call you I'm super excited so must have been good (laughs) I love I love that me too hey 20 21 has already been awesome for me so that's good see on a you have to look at it on a personal level and mm-hmm. not look at it on like what's going on out there like macro micro like just yeah take it down it's what the... you send out and if we are all on the same page and we get out of that oh my god 2020 was horrible funk right then we can flip the vibration and send out this good 2021 is Listen, 2020 is over. It's in the past. We can't do anything about it. Let's move forward. Let's all think that we've got vaccination for the virus. It's already off to a good start. New administration. A new administration. Already off to a good start. That was me. Oh. Well, let's hope. This was my magic wand. Or your harp. (laughs) Yeah, my harp. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah. Oh, look. Here we have... uh, the word five and trouble not quite sure what that means but uh unless it's something good we're gonna ignore it (laughs) (laughs) but that's what i've been i love that i've been seeing a lot of people because to me it's an opportunity to teach people that if you're on a lower vibration law of attraction works both ways if you're sending out negative stuff you're gonna get negative stuff if you send out positive stuff then you'll receive positive stuff so anyway, okay, enough of that. Just saying, <laughs> that's where we're going with it. That's where we're going with 2021. Mm-hmm. We're going this way? Yes. This way? Ooh. Well, no. even if there's... <laughs> <bottom Not>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Nosedive like us. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't all be angry. The fighting has to no, stop. It's... Right. Yeah, I'm so overall the politics and everything mm-hmm. and being my mom's I mean she watches the news 24 7 and I'm like yeah you know I can't I have to take myself away I'm like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check the mail I'm gonna go <laughs> watch the office for a thousand yeah. time like I can't I I'm, can't I'm be gonna go release the kraken <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see you know when to turn the channel like I have to remove myself from this because you start to feel yourself even like if I watch um, you know, when you binge watch something and then like I'm, I'm in the shower, that's my time to like send out stuff or talk to spirit. And when I find myself actually thinking about the show, <laughs> just something just okay, when I find myself actually thinking about that show, like I'm living it, I'm like, I need to turn, turn the channel, right. remove myself because I'm actually living the program. Yeah. What were you laughing at? Nothing. It's just like my weird meditation moment is when I'm in the shower. Like yeah. I like try to clear my head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like I'll start thinking of like my dad or whatever. I'm like, wait, 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 Because <laughs> you've said, you know, when you show. think of them, they know you're thinking of them. But mm-hmm. I don't want you to, I'm taking a shower. So <laughs> there's no now boundaries. it's not the time or the place. <laughs> Well, they and th- just think of it this way: they're not thinking of our physical body that way, right, so you're right. safe. Still, it's not like, like he- but still, that's my moment. <laughs> it's not like you and Albert are 
doing well yeah they do do. i mean i picture them like "Mm, what move is he gonna do this time (laughs) oh my god (laughs) wow wow no (laughs) that one again (laughs) come on you guys spice it up (laughs) oh boy they need to get drunk okay (laughs) so we should probably we do have a show that we're doing here did i tell you that we are picking up like more listeners Mm. and a lot Mm. of listeners Mm. from um india well they have some crazy paranormal places out there oh well i've seen some of the shows like on netflix too Mm -hmm. i love watching like different like foreign films on netflix Mm -hmm. so they have some pretty cool movies do they yeah like that are coming out of india like are they subtitled no no no, not all of them. No. Yeah. The ones that I've watched, sometimes they're a little bit like they, they do the dubbing, which I hate. Yeah. Because if they do the dubbing, I'm just going to put it in the original language because I'd rather read the subtitles yeah. than and hear the actual voices of yes. the people. That's so irritating. Yeah. Because I, I actually was, if we didn't do this, I was actually going to do a story from India because I was just going to find one because you said our listenership had gone up so much like there and i was like i think i'll find something from, and they have crazy paranormal places out there yeah it's a lot of so haunted we'll for something haunted crazy places but today we are doing the dun, dun, dun. watts family murders um shenan and chris watts yeah so it's a very sick hold on to your britches sick and twisted we've got murder we've got adultery We've got crying dogs in the background. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and we've got paranormal. Right. So, we got it all. What are we drinking today mm. before we get into this? I'm trying to hurry up and drink this so I can make another drink. So Carlene made this A little, healthy juice. Yeah, it was, yeah, we were juicing today. Literally mm-hmm. juicing mm-hmm. with a little bit of vodka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. It's got vodka's potatoes. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's got some spinach and broccoli and carrots. <laughs> it's basically a salad. Right. It is. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's a fruit salad. Uh-huh. What are you drinking? Water? <laughs> a good old water. Good old water. Yep. Pretty soon. Uh-huh. All right. I have like an influx of uh, Meyer lemons. So I've been like chopping up lemons. <gasps> mm-hmm. and them in my Do you guys have a tree too? No. Actually, um, this lady online was like, I have a ton of Meyer lemons if you want to come to my house and pick up. And I was like, I'll take a box. We have a tree. So I like pulled them all off of the tree, juiced them all, and froze the lemon juice. Oh, that's smart. I can use it throughout the year. Because. Do you mind? No, I don't mind. You guys are going to hear. Hold on, everybody. I think I got it. Got it? I need one of those shakers. Yeah. How much Shake ice do you need? Stirred. Do you like a lot? A little more. There we go. All righty. Okay, and then we're going to have like a screwdriver. I think I'm going to do the Sprite Vodka Lime. Or lemon. Okay, I'm just, it's going to be a mix of whatever was already in my cup. Yeah, I'm not emptying my cup. Because I'm not picky. Anyways, all right. So we'll just get right into the story. So... Um, when I was doing the research online, the type of murder that these, this, the category that this falls into is... Let's get our drink situated. Oof. We actually did one of these types of murders before. Uh, not you and I, but mm. me and um, Yvette. Mm-hmm. It was uh, episode 19. It was called The Breeznal Murders and Mary Krampus. It was John List. So I don't know if you've ever listened to that, but Mm-mm. it's the same type of murder. It's that uh, the family annihilator is what like the that's a nice word yeah 
where they take out their whole family. Yeah, that's like, a nice way to put it. That's the, I think it's the FBI, like the... Yeah, terminology. Terminology that mm-hmm. they use for this type of murder, or murderer. And Scott Peterson. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of the same. Yep. Kind of the same thing. Wait, did you, you didn't do his story, did you? No, we haven't done that yeah, one Yeah, because I've been wanting to do that yeah, one. Yeah, we should too. do that one. Mm-hmm. We should do it. Oh, and uh, somebody, uh, Lori, one of Anna's friends... Mm-hmm. She's, I was gonna say Lori Vallow's pretty much falls into yeah, this whole. Except yeah, the whole. she does. <laughs> uh, she suggested. I'll think of it. Don't let me forget to tell okay. you. She suggested one that we should do too. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Our drinks are situated because we are going to need a drink. Um, putting out the trigger warning out there for anybody that is sensitive to. Yeah. This could get very. It it's a very sensitive topic, and it can get quite graphic yeah um i've tried to leave most of the graphic stuff out but i don't know if you did mm, yeah my, on my side because i think i'm a little i just ugh, just get more especially when it comes to little kids yeah I, d- I didn't put no okay just a note before we even get started like on the whole um family annihilator thing another weird statistic is that 95 percent of uh those who commit familicide are men weird oh i saw that on um they did that when they were talking about this case they mm-hmm. were talking about the percentage of men that yeah I, and I think it's like 70 percent mm-hmm. are white men really around the age of 30 and it happens usually if they're going to do it they most likely commit these acts during august with 20 percent of cases occurring within this period and right they're usually school. and they're usually premeditated yeah so all right so let me just uh, start off right there. Um, my husband fits that complete statistic. So uh, <laughs> just so you know. So if we don't hear from you, you for know, a while, <laughs> we're gonna be calling on you know your, your whole psychologist uh, uh-huh. professional opinions, opinions here. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So we're talking father. about Christopher and Shanann Watts. Um, Look, they... father. Ugh. Okay. The it word that father. just came up is father. Crazy. Okay. In case that first part gets edited <laughs> out, we're, we've got the ghost, um, box going. the ghost box going. And it's not like the one that's like, psh, 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 psh. it just like literally spells out the words for you. Yeah. All right. So you're going to hear us interject. Every, every once, once in a while, while. I'll say something right. like, it sounds like I have Tourette's. And then if we didn't say that before, this before, <laughs> I'm Alma. I'm Carly. And I'm Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm Bianca. Oh, her hands. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, serious face. Okay. All right, we're talking about Christopher and Shanann Watts. Um, they're North Carolina. They were North Carolina natives. Christopher was hailing from Spring Lake. Shanann from Aberdeen. They met in 2010 and were married in Mecken- Mecklenburg County on November 3rd, 2012, according to an online record. They both had two daughters, Bella Marie, four, and Celeste Catherine, CC3. By all counts, they look like the perfect happy family good jobs nice house at least that's the way everything looks on their extensive social media posts and videos prior to this so that being said i'm just going to jump straight to the day that shanann goes missing and elaborate from there okay all right shanann had returned from business a business trip in arizona and yes hold on her name is shanann yeah i know at first i was saying shannon (laughs) it took me a second to figure out how to how to say it all right um she returned from a business trip that she was 
at in Arizona at 1:48 a.m. on August 13, 2018. She sold um she was a rep for Thrive, Thrive and just remember that. Thrive is like um health supplement type it's like things. A multi-level marketing. Yeah, to me it's like a, my neighbor did it across the street. And I will tell you, I tried the product. Was it Thrive? Yeah. Oh. And anyway, we'll get to that later, my theories on stuff, but um, that's what she was doing. She was pretty, she was at a pretty good tier. Right. Um, cause she, you know, she worked she, hard at it. She did work hard. Yeah. She was a go-getter. And Bianca, if you know any of the story, like just jump in, jump in anytime or any opinion. Interrupting is our game. Yes. If you've listened to us, which I know <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay. So a friend brought her home. A friend that also works with her. One of her very close best friends, Obviously, honestly. Obviously, because she just... She... Did you see the interview where she was doing her own FaceTime thing? No. Oh, my. Okay, I'll tell you about it okay. later. It's so sad. All right. Her name's Nicole mm-hmm. Atkinson. She'd been feeling well during... Her, not been feeling well during her trip, so she made a doctor's appointment. Um, she was also 16 weeks pregnant, diagnosed with chronic autoimmune disease, lupus, and also... I think they said she had diabetes. She didn't. It was low blood sugar. She dealt with blood sugar issues. I think they mentioned something, but she didn't have it. She just had the lupus and the... She had lupus. So maybe it was like gestational? Like It could have been, but they... Yeah, because they were... I remember them talking about her medications and somebody talking about about the diabetes. Because she said diabetes in that that clip of her, like talking about the opposite one. Yeah, but... But I couldn't find anything really to... Yeah. Back that up. Yeah. All right. So her friend Nicole, having not heard back from her on whether she needed a ride to her appointment, got worried. I mean, what a great friend, right? To have that instinct to know, like, that's not like her. Something's up. Mm-hmm. Right. So she actually went to her doctor's office. That's insane. Like, and that is a really good friend. Yeah. Because she's like, okay, listen, can I just her? say, she had to have known, some, she had to have had some kind of a... Feeling or something already, yeah. already I'm like about him. Right now. Yeah. Because you don't just like, oh, he's a great husband. Oh, they have a great life. Where is she? Why right. didn't she show up? Like, you would have thought something else. Like, was she in an accident? Right. Did she, was something else? You wouldn't just like well, call I think the police. She, like, obviously, because like there's tons of text messages out there. And mm-hmm. I wanted to put some of them on the, here. And, and I might put them up on Instagram, the website, and um, some of our other sites. But And unless you find some and you want to read some. Mm-hmm. You want me? If you want to. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. But anything that has, like, pertinent to what we're talking about. But anyways, obviously she knew. She she knew the background. She knew what was She knew they she, were having right. issues. So. She didn't. She didn't. I don't know, know the that public you would persona. Think. She yeah. knew. She knew her friend. She knew what was going on. She yeah. Knew, she knew what she was feeling. Anyways, so she goes to the doctor's appointment and then like she's really super worried and she go- shows up at the house and she's knocking on the door. No answer. And she looks, peeks in the garage, like her son peeks in the garage and sees that her car is still in there. And she's like, all right, something's up. So she called the cops and the cops show up and they start looking around and they're banging on the door and they know her car is in there. And you know the weird... Uh, like when it comes up, like the, when you're talking about the story, their dog was there too. Holy cow! What? I didn't expect to see. Look, look at all these. 
Oh yeah. There was, awesome. I started reading some of them. There's like a I've ton s- of like her text message <laughs> messages that are documented. Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. So the police get there, they check around, try to knock. Um, they actually like the door. I don't know if it was Nicole or the police officers, but the door, because they have the latch lock, they get it open, but they can't like break in. The cops are like, without permission yeah i saw i saw that that the girl had even got like the parents on the phone because they were i guess technically the owners of the house Mm -hmm. so i think i remember seeing that the friend was trying to call the mom and say do you have permission do i have your permission to let me get in this house Mm -hmm. or something like that like there was you can't because without a search warrant code yeah or something they were trying to get in yeah and they couldn't no so they get a hold of chris he ends up calling the cop back and then he basically says that his wife told him that she's taking the girls to a friend's house, but didn't specify which friend. Listen to this. Listen to this one text that she sends her friend. I don't have my glasses. I should get them. It says, um, I said, do you mind me interrupting? No, go for it. I said, I just you was worried about my, me chewing on ice. You sat here in the living room and said you think it would be great a great thing to have another baby. You talked at we talked about it a lot beforehand and we agreed to do this. You were so excited and happy. And then I think he will come. And then her friend says, I think he will come to his senses and feel like an ass in a, in, in a few months. And then she says, I grabbed his hand during the ultrasound and he didn't, he didn't grab it back. Like he, oh, he grabbed it. He pulled back. Like she went to put it, grab his hand, like, what a great time. We're seeing our baby for the first time. And he was like, and it was a little boy. Yeah. It's like, anyway, I just wanted to read that one part because that just kind of demonstrates a little bit of what she was going through, the turmoil that she was going through. Yeah. When she sensed it, that she sensed that he had pulled away. Yeah. You could tell in all these texts, there's like, it's well documented, like the conversations between them and then like conversations that she's having with her friends. Yeah. It's sad. Even, I don't know. When you're, you're going through something in a relationship, you're picking up on stuff and like, when you get that validation. (sighs) It's just, and you still try. Right. Because you can't believe it. Yeah. I know that she, her and her friend, she was talking about like, like even talking to them about like sex and she was like. He won't touch me, you know, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I even bought this cute piece of laundry. Like, I remember seeing the text in the documentary that I had seen. And, um, you know, and she's like, oh, he's crazy to not want to touch you. You're so hot. You know, so she was like a really good friend. Always kind of like, you know, pumped her up and was like, Just you know, trying to give girl. her hope. Yeah. That the relationship was going to eventually be okay. Right. <sighs> okay. So, during the welfare check, Christopher gave the police officer permission to search the house where the family dog was discovered, unharmed, but no sign of Shanann or the girls. The searchers discovered her purse containing her phone, her keys, her car, which was still contained the girls' car seats, was in the garage. Shanann's wedding ring was found on her and Christopher's bed. Um, I don't know if I put it in here, but because she came in that morning, her luggage was still, like, by the stairs, unpacked. Oh, so yeah because he said she'd even take off her makeup or her bra or anything she just got into bed when she got home she was tired well that's what he says to them right (laughs) well because didn't they they yeah they did yeah she was trying she was really trying she was definitely trying 
All right, so after looking through the house, a neighbor invites Chris and police officer to his property to review his home surveillance footage, which he has this magnificent system. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it? He has like a great, like just the, because we have the ring doorbell Uh and it's not, the pixelation on there is not the best. But yeah, it was, it's really clear. clear. Yeah. Yeah. Even he was like, you can see, (laughs) did you watch the footage from that? Where he's yeah. like kind of, you can see he's sweating. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know what's going to p- come up on this thing. It's <laughs> like rocking he, back and forth. Yeah. The, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they even comment And even the that. neighbors. You said suitcase? Yeah. This says case. Oliver. Yeah. Always cool force case. It It's kind of flat. <laughs> that was the word <laughs> that came up That's the word. <laughs> But the neighbor, when they when the cop had gone over, because didn't the husband go with him yeah. to the neighbor's house to look mm-hmm. at the camera? Mm-hmm. And the husband's just standing there. He's like, kind of rocking back and forth. Yeah. So he walked away, right? He looked and like then, a tweaker, like, right? Yeah, he did. He was so yeah, nervous. Yeah, the neighbor was like, he's not acting right. Like, something's mm-hmm. up. You yeah. know, telling the cop Oh, that. yeah. He mm-hmm. was definitely. And I was just like, how so scary? Like, and, to, to like, okay. pull up the camera and all of a sudden you're like, shit. For I'm your neighbor, out. how much does your neighbor not like you? For you, for your neighbor to even be like, hey, Ossifer, he's not acting right. Like, right. if you were well-liked, the neighbor would even have the benefit of the doubt. Like, be like, he's just nervous his wife is missing. I don't even know if it's missing. just, like, the, the not like thing. I think he, it was just, he was acting so out of character. But because he was super is it because he's nervous because his wife and kids are missing? Well, he obviously, like... <laughs> I think he was afraid that he was about to get found out with right. that camera. But, but yeah, but right pret- then and there with the officer. Yeah. Pretend like, like you don't know any of that. Imagine he's sweating bullets inside. Oh, I'm sure. What was going on internally? Yeah. Like, what is coming up? He on talks this about that. Yeah. But pretend you don't know any of that. And you're just seeing a guy and you're thinking he's innocent and that he's just. Like, pretend like you know him and there is no way in hell he would do this. That The last thought in your head would be he's guilty. Why is his neighbor and Nicole both like, something's up? Right. See, yeah. he, he wasn't he that good. I think people realize. Like, vibes. He was giving I think vibes. When you're, yeah, I was going to say, when I think when you're close to people mm-hmm. and you realize that all of a sudden there's like a demeanor, that something mm-hmm. different about them. Yeah, because you know. he, I mean, the footage of them in the house even the husband's mm-hmm. like oh her phone's right here you know yeah, but right. it's off or you know right. he was trying to play it off mm-hmm. but i'm sure internally he's like oh shit you know and then these people that know mm-hmm. the wife and them the best you know they're picking up on like i don't know something's kind of fishy here, sometimes you know? when and, you're too calm you give shit away too yeah right definitely <clears throat> okay also weird is the fact that when the cops wanted access to shenan's phone and banking details mm-hmm. like just to see if there was like some unusual withdrawals or yeah exactly because they're trying to figure out you know okay she's not here if she left you like what is she doing Mm -hmm. all right so chris watts says he had the password for the bank but couldn't remember the username then when he said he doesn't know the password for shenan's phone nicole accesses it she's like dude (laughs) my god you don't even know the password i got the password to your wife's phone i don't even know if there was a password like she probably just opened it yeah, I was gonna say I think they just unlocked it. Yeah, that I remember. Maybe it was a password. I I don't remember picking up on that. So she allows officers to see what's in there. There had been zero activity on her phone since she arrived home at one forty eight. Incidentally, this further supports the contention that she was murdered immediately upon re- arriving home. Except for he was very, um, 
calculated in sending her a lot of texts. Right. Are you okay? Where are you? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's trying Definitely. to cover his ass. Oh, yeah. Big 100%. time. I, I was concerned. Why wasn't she texting me? Right. Right. But isn't it weird? Did you watch some of the footage, uh, Bianca, of uh, when he first gets to the house? Like how he's just kind of just going through the house. His whole demeanor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like nothing. I mean, you could tell he seemed like a little bit like excitable, like, like nervous. But to me, that's kind of what I had picked up on, you know, and, and he's walking around and he's like, oh, well, her phone's just right here. But you no know? emotion. His daughters. Mm-hmm. Your, your daughters. I would be like, where are, where are my kids? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I'll get to it. Okay. I'll I think it just it. comes to that, like where you're trying to play off, like you're overplaying off yeah, the he fact didn't wanna... that you're not nervous. Yeah. I mean, if there was like... If they were having marital strife or whatever, you think there he would have been like, she better not have took my kids. You yeah. know what I mean? Like even saying something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like she kidnapped my kids. Right. Find kids her. Here. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Where was I? My first thing, if I was the husband, I'd be like, she kidnapped my kids because we were talking about getting, I told her I don't love her anymore and I want to get separated. And she said I'd never see my kids again, so she probably went back home to her parents. That she took my kids. Well, okay. So now that you said that, mm-hmm. like I was remembering the footage where Nicole is first talking to the officer, and she tells the officer that oh, and apparently like he, he's planning on leaving her, and that's something she didn't know. Oh, I am because she hadn't talked to her friend about that, right? Because she would have, right? Had she known, that's amazing, right? Right. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then back to the footage of mm-hmm. that the friend that the neighbor caught. He mm-hmm. backs up his car. Yeah. He never the, backs up his truck. Yeah, that's one of the. But things he kept he saying, to, "Occasionally, I'll back up my truck and uh, he's load like, it." He with never stuff. does that. Yeah. yeah when, <laughs> when he leaves, he's like, "He never does that." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he literally never like, does. That. Yeah. He's like, "What's that? What's that guy from the Home Improvement where he just was like always just in the fence?" <laughs> Like, he never backs up his truck. Like Mr. That. Wilson, right? <laughs> yeah. He's, got, he's peeking. He like, I know what this motherfucker does. I watch these videos extensively. I know what everybody okay. does in this neighborhood. Yeah. We had a neighbor like that. <laughs> when we first moved oh in this gosh. neighborhood, he literally, like, gave us the rundown on Mm-mm. everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was oh like, damn. <laughs> he knows everything about That's everybody. hilarious. He is the Gladys Kravitz. He's watching everything. <laughs> so now I'm watching you. <laughs> all right uh, all right so yeah he pulls up the car into the garage and he's going back he goes back and forth several mm-hmm, times mm-hmm. before he pulls out and then he even tells the officer that when shanann was gone this previously not just for this business trip but she had left for like a whole month mm, right they went uh six weeks and she was in north carolina yeah i think it's north, north carolina. carolina with their family to see her family yeah, yeah. And he only went for the last week. The last, yeah. But that, okay, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. So the FBI and the Colorado Bureau, CBI, Colorado Bureau of Investigation, joined the investigation the next day. Christopher initially told the police he had no idea where Shanann and the girls might be, go figure, <laughs> and had not seen his wife since 5.15 a.m. the previous day. When he left for work, he gave interviews to Denver stations, KMGH TV and KUSA TV outside the house, pleading for the return of his, which this makes it so much worse. It's so it's just, gross. It's gross. Cause he, mm-hmm. you, after, after the fact, you already know 
I remember when this happened and I remember seeing his interviews and I don't remember in any of the interviews him oh, crying at all. No, no. he never cried. Sorry. Not even in, in his Not interrogations. Emotional. No. And the police even say that. Right. You never he didn't show emotion until the jailhouse interviews when the police went and were like talking to him. But he was blank. And I just remember asking Spirit, like, did he do it? Yeah. Oh crap. That sucks. Like he didn't even look like he gave a shit. Like, his eyes were blank. There was no emotion behind him, not even fake emotion. Right. So it talks about while he's giving these interview investigators with the search dogs could be heard on the property during the interview. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to get into that later. <laughs> definitely. There, there is a paranormal element, element to this whole story. At one point, he says... Shanann, Bella, Celeste, if you're out there, just come back. If somebody has her, just please bring her back. It was almost just like in that tone. If somebody yeah. has you, just yeah. I just want you to come home. No, I just want you to come back. Like, no feeling. Like, <laughs> right. somebody reading off the teleprompter. Yeah. yeah. Like, please. This is what I'm supposed to want, say. We just want peace. Right. Don't ransack the Capitol. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She couldn't resist. I couldn't. Sorry, I probably will delete that out. All right. All right. I might not. I don't. Don't. Just Um, do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he says, this house is not complete without anybody here. Maybe you shouldn't have killed your family. I mean, or are they there? All right. So before we really get into the interrogation, I want to talk about the affair. Yes. With Nicole Kissinger. Mm -hmm. Is that her name? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can interject because I know you took oh, extensive notes. I got my as notes. Well, as well. I'm going to put on my glasses. Oh, I don't even think I need to. So, unbeknownst to Chris, the FBI already interviewed <clears throat> prior to them interviewing him, Nicole Kessinger. And, and she came forward on her own, which I'm going to let you talk about. Like, Yeah. Well, I'm kind of torn about this whole coming forward part. But yeah, she came forward on her own after she started. Um, putting the pieces together and I think she didn't want to be accused of being a part of it. So she was trying to come forward with like, good job. Is it sour? Is it sour? Hello. Um, <laughs> I saw your face and it's like, I felt that. <laughs> I just Look, like sucked on a lemon right Understand. Now. Sorry. Do, do, do. All right, let's understand. But anyway, go ahead and talk, do your spiel about the uh, Nicole. All right. Because okay. first of all, I want so the disclaimer. I'll just give you the, the basics. Okay, but I want a disclaimer. When I talk about any of the parties, but mostly like this woman, I am not being a mistress hater. Mm-hmm. I am being like, I tried to go in as open as possible. Like, honestly, I kind of was giving her the way well, benefit okay. of the doubt. So not every mistress comes in knowing all the details. Because sometimes you come into a relationship and somebody is legitimately at the end of that relationship. Right. And you don't, I don't know. I just feel like she I, knows not every person that comes lot. into a relation, the end of a relationship is the mistress. No. You know what I mean? So she, she might have been, because in her mind, she thinks that they're getting a divorce because he, he's and told I, her. I do believe that he did tell her that. I do believe that he lied to her a lot. I do believe. But read your sh- your part and then My I'm going to, yeah, your spill. And then I'm going to tell you a little more. And then I'm going to tell you why I think the way I feel. Because right. it took me a minute to get there. All right. So 
They met in June of that year uh, at work. Mm-hmm. However, the physical relationship didn't start until July. So let me it just take like you to June. And stuff. In June and July, like for parts of June and July, Shanann is out of town mm-hmm. with the girls. That's when she's in North Carolina or North Carolina. I think so. If not, I'll, I'll it, I have it somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the couple went on a plethora of dates while Shanann was away. Chris spent the time going to bars, restaurants, car museums, sand dunes. Mm-hmm. There's like this chick already has like Facebook pictures and stuff, <laughs> like Facebook video, uh, Facebook live. Like, oh, I'm so glad you like came to this with me. Whatever. Like, I'm so happy you're in my life. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever just think about how much we put on our lives uh, <laughs> of our lives out there in the yeah. digital world yeah. now yeah and Shanann did that a lot yes her whole life did. was she on was constantly and like i think a lot of that was her business that was thrive right i mean that her, she i think relied on the social media part of things to to do her sales right. yeah but i think then some of it like i don't know i really do think she liked attention being on but i i i do believe that she it was business for her but i mean everything was on facebook everything was on everything videos facebook. pictures it was like everything the kids couldn't take a shit without her no. being that it seemed yeah. like she videoed a lot you know and i'm right. not saying you know that i mean for him he's probably not that because i mean i would see video where she was like say hi honey hi and he's just like hi you know like He's I feel an like introvert. that would be overwhelming for someone mm-hmm. who's not used to that, you know. Right. And yeah. if that's her business, she's used to being online. She's used to, you know, that's her this persona. Thing. Where for him, it's probably like she's <laughs> an like, he's an introvert. She's truly an ex uh, extrovert. Extrovert. But even her kids, like she would do things. It's like they were. I am not victim bashing. I'm just saying this is how it appeared to me. It, it was like they were accessories. Mm-hmm. And so even if they were doing a cooking, it was like, uh-huh, okay. Um, and she's reading all the replies. And then it's like, dump this in. Like the kids, would, it, they think they're doing a fun project with their mom, but she's doing it's something for Facebook. And right. so they weren't really being paid attention like that's to. that's part of the culture that we're living in right well, now. Well, that has something else to do with my theory. Right. Because I think she got so into it. And what you see with a lot of kids, they forget how to socialize because they only know how to interact with their phones and uh, laptops and tablets and equipment that they forget. They don't know how to interact with humans anymore. Right. And And I truly believe it's not even just the kids, it's adults right well that's what i mean i think she was they say that about kids a lot psychologists and stuff but i saw that happening with her to the point that it was affecting her i know my neighbors hate me right now relationship with her husband losing her mind out there yeah is that shorty oh yeah she's still outside because they're out there do you want to do you want to doing interject (laughs) bianca about the whole social media thing well no i mean and like, I mean, I'm with Carlene. Like, I don't, I don't want to victim blame and say, you know, that, that she's the reason. But I think maybe what she was doing does have an effect on, like, their relationship, you know? Like Carlene was saying, it's just, you know, you're so much into the online 
where you know her kids like you were saying her kids think that they're doing a fun project but she's over here just like oh yeah you know putting on this this show for mm-hmm. i don't know if it has to do with her business i've never heard of that business so i don't know nothing about <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, i think a lot of it was um, business Uh-oh. but but i mean i know someone personally that they put a lot of their stuff on there and there's times where like I have to mute them, which Facebook yeah. does the mute button right. for like 30 days because they post so much stuff about like every single little thing that they do with their kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's well, not even just because their kids, it's just them. Yeah. Like well, every little them, thing that they well, do. Yeah. But you know, that's not safe either. Like what they're even my kids are adults. They can post what they want. But I post very little about my life. I post very little anyway on Facebook. But when I do, I post very little. Besides what's on this podcast. Yeah. Well, you can hear everything (laughs) about me on this podcast. But I mean. Right down to the farts. Yeah. (laughs) Bodily functions. (laughs) But I mean, it's like picture photos of my kids and things that you can't take down. Like you can, but they're still up there in some way. I, I choose to not put my kids when they were little I chose not to put them up there because I don't know where that's going there's a lot of my kids where I like sometimes I see other people sharing memories of their Mm -hmm. kids and things that they did like on like every time their memory comes up they post that and I'm like oh I wish I put more of my kids but my kids had went through this thing where I had posted a few things of them online (laughs) and then they were like super camera shy yeah. after that and they yeah. were like mom don't put this on vapes <laughs> facebook please mm-hmm. don't put this on facebook so i i became a little bit more private after that trying to respect them or like i'll be like this isn't going on facebook when i would take a picture <laughs> and they're like okay and then they would like be more genuine every once in a while i'd be like can i just put this on facebook and they'd be like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyways like, i just think people are too trusting with social media and I think that that's fine if you want to do that if you're an adult but I don't think it's fair to do that to your kids who don't have a say well I think there's a lot of people that are like uh what is it called social influencers that Mm -hmm. put so much of their life out there Mm -hmm. and that's kind of I think that that's kind of what she was doing Mm -hmm. with the thrive business is like just trying to like like I feel like some people like curate their lives yeah they're like they put everything picture perfect and then they like like put yeah. the camera up I mean and, like, she did she wanted people to think she had the cook the perfect little cookie cutter life right and her two kids one on the way in her perfect home which by the way they couldn't afford right you know they oh had, yeah that's another thing they were like in debt like yeah. up to their eyeballs they had bank oh, claim bankruptcy yeah. and so he the part of the thing that's out there is that he was like under like a lot of financial pressure because mm-hmm. they were like so in debt she had a spending problem like she wanted to keep up with the joneses but they didn't make the money she drove a lexus like they didn't make enough money to pay for a lexus right. they didn't live they it didn't, was image yeah it was imagery but she yeah she wanted to portray that to her audience you know look at my big beautiful four thousand something square foot home that i live in and my perfect and her house even the police going in were like how many kids she has how old are her kids and her her house is so organized oh my god it was so, <laughs> so organized, organized. Did you see that? Yeah. like she opened the pantry they opened the pantry <laughs> and she walks in like everything's labeled and i was like even their basement shit. 
Like, I would not be comfortable. Like, please, if I die or I get murdered, please nobody come through my house with a camera. If I was to drop dead tomorrow, I would be the talk of the town. Carlene's house is disgusting. Oh, my God. She needed Shanann to organize it. I know. Maybe I'll channel Shanann. Okay. So, a few nights before we were talking about the affair, Nicole Nicole. Kessinger. Mm All right. We kind of just started and then went. Went off. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Vodka. All right. Yeah. We're going to blame it on the vodka tonight. District Attorney Michael Rourke revealed Chris's Google history showed that he'd been searching the internet for secluded vacation spots to take his girlfriend while his wife was away. So he wanted to find places where there were no cameras. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. All right. So a few nights before Shanann returned from Arizona, he took Nicole Kessinger on a date to the Lazy Dog Sports Bar and Grill in Colorado, and he used a joint credit card and spent $60, making Shanann suspicious. <gasps> like she saw this. What? Oil. What does that mean? Oil. Oh. Oh, yeah. They were dumped in. Okay. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll some of this. <laughs> I'm taking a picture of it. Sometimes it's not. It's just like random shit. But then when it makes sense, that's crazy. So did you hear about this about the credit card? Did you see that on the documentary? Yeah, yeah. About the cre- credit yeah, card. Yeah, I saw that. And she was like, "What? What were you doing?" He's like, "I went to dinner or something." And, and she's like, "Why did it cost things. $60? Didn't he say he went with the friend or something? Yeah. Did you pay for him? <laughs> like, because they were gonna yeah. go watch a Rockies game or, or something. Yeah. And he even looked. He, she even looked up the menu at this place to yeah. find out what yes. was so expensive there. Mm-hmm. She was like, "No, one person would not order this much." First of all, don't mess with a woman. Women are not and our research stupid. skills. <laughs> we right. <figure> shit. <laughs> if our instincts tell us we're better us than the FBI, but they right. don't admit it. Yeah, right. Our instincts. I remember someone, a find me finding a two hundred dollar wine bill, and me being like, "What was that for? What the fuck? Like that doesn't even make sense." Right. Your story doesn't make sense. Right. And then finding out what it was for. <sighs> Sigh. Okay. So yeah, that that made her super suspicious, and this was like a few days before everything, all the events like transpire. Then she's already been suspicious um, because they'd been growing apart for months prior. You know, it's just like those uh, those vibes you get. Like mm-hmm. it's those what's the word? Like you just you just know what's you know what's it going is on. your it's your intuition. Your intuition. You know, always trust. I always tell everybody, but. Trust your intuition. Right. And her intuition was literally, like, on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out that she reached out to investigators prior to his arrest. Okay, this is Nicole Wait, she Kissinger. texted her friend when she was in North Carolina and said, like, um, we haven't even done it. T- he hasn't touched me in so long. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Nicole or Bianca was yeah. talking about. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. And then he's yeah, like... Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And then he's like... She's like... There's got to be somebody else. And she's like, no. You know, her friend's still trying to be trying like, to make her feel good. Yeah. But yeah. she knew. It's How funny, though, because when there's like cheating and stuff, it can go either way. Right. Um, where like either there's like a lack of sex or mm-hmm. there's like an overabundance of it in the psychology world for whatever reason. Like right. that's, you're trying to make up thing, guilty, you know? like guilty sex. 
like guilty sex or you're starting to do something different with this person. So mm-hmm. you're trying to come home and do it with that person. And that's so you when you become like more suspicious, it. right? Yeah. You're and like, where'd you learn like, that move? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, or the lack of sex, you know, withdrawing from sex. That's another, um, it's another sign. But then that's an also, that's an also, also a manipulative move, like withdrawing sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't just withdrawing sex. He was withdrawing, like, uh, personal intimacy, like, you know, just, just talking, talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and she was picking up on that, too. Like, big time. So, Nicole Kessinger, she reaches out to the investigators, which I mentioned before, prior to the rest, to tell them what she knew. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? What Nicole, we the about? whole yeah. interview? Yeah. Well, so Nicole, the first time she went immediately, you know, when she realized something wasn't right and said something to them and did it this whole interview and to me okay she she would get overly dramatic at times you know like no 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 like they would say did you know this no 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 did you know she was pregnant no 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 absolutely not you know and to me it was like a simple no would be fine but she would get a little dramatic over. over it yeah to me when you're overdoing something I mean, listen, we don't know how we would behave like in those situations. that Shakespeare verse, methinks thou doth protest too much. Yes, very well. Yeah. Okay, so then I watched the interview. They did a more in-depth interview with her where it was just audio and it was hours long. And it was all asking her, um, this is where I think they realized key. They were asking her things like, did she have the code to the house? Right. How long had they been seeing each other? Um, when did she know about the baby? And she was like, I didn't know about the baby. Not until it was out on the, you know, I didn't. And then uh, there were times that she, you know, she really likes to talk. She likes to hear herself talk. And police officers love people like that. Because eventually you're going to forget your own lie and stumble and there were a couple just a couple little things that triggered me so i'm sure it triggered them that it was like oh my god can i just say yeah that the detectives they were they were so like they were awesome they were actually i have i give them a lot of credit because to me they were really good about i'm your friend right <laughs> trying to pull them in but also very much like don't bullshit us like we already know so just tell us and um with her they were just like letting her talk making her feel very comfortable and i think because giving her enough rope to hang herself yeah like because i truly believe they there's a part of them that thinks there's a possibility that she could be involved in it and she just kept swearing like no nope no, I knew nothing. I you can look at my phone. You can look at anything you want. And so they incidentally, she deleted all the text yes. messages between her and Chris. And I did not uh, all, but most. Most. Yeah. And and she did look up like after the fact. Um, the FBI FBI had found out that like in her searches, one of the searches that she um searched was how long do your messages stay with your telephone carrier or something like that like how long do your text messages she also what she kept at they were like which is suspicious super kind of <laughs> she super. was like do you mind they said um 
we can subpoena, but we would rather, you know, they made it very clear during this interview, you can walk out at any time, you're not under arrest, this is voluntary, um, you can stop this interview at any time. So then when they were asking for her phone information, they did the same thing. We would like it if you would give us access to your phone, but if you don't, that's fine, we'll just get wait for the warrant, it's right. cool either way. And she got a little nervous. Yeah. And she was like, well, I mean, I just don't, you're going to look at everything. I mean, there's some pictures on there that are rather risky or there's this, or we spoke of things that were, you know, has nothing to do with what happened. They're like, all we want. They were very clear. We only want things that would pertain to the events that happened on what, like the 13, 14, 15, whatever. And they're like, that's all we want. And we don't want to look at your naked pictures. We don't. We we do want to look Which, at any attachments. There was naked pictures. Oh, I'm sure. There, she said. Okay, because he had a a special like hidden. It was like a sorry calculator app on his phone oh. where he could hide oh, right. messages. There, that and exists. Well, yeah. they they even asked, and she's like, I. They even asked about a secret app, and right. she was like, Oh, I don't even know anything about. Any, I don't have Facebook, I don't have Twitter, I don't have Instagram, I don't have any of these things. And I'm like, girl... How did she even put that out there? <laughs> I will tell you, again, sometimes when you talk too much, I am a natural over-explainer. That's just who I am. I naturally talk a lot. Dude, when I am not guilty about something, <laughs> I, over-explain. I will over-explain. Right. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, now I sound like yes. a guilty person. I always say, if somebody... <laughs> If somebody was to steal baloney at the grocery store and I'm standing next to them and they question me, I will sound like the guilty person and I didn't do it. I get it. I didn't buy baloney. I only put like, I don't don't even eat baloney. Like I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) I don't eat baloney. I prefer a hot dog over baloney. I used to eat baloney when I was a kid. I remember we used to fry it and then we'd put cheese on it. I would go down the whole story. That's me. I naturally over-explain. Cops would love to interview a person like me because I will talk. But if I'm, when you, if you are, if I am telling the truth, my talking might be a lot, but it stays the same. Right. My story stays the same. If you are somebody who is a natural born liar and you aren't telling the truth, you I can always tell certain people when they're lying in my life because they talk a lot. Right. Their lies come with a huge story. Right. No, I can't. I went and did this. I couldn't do this because then so-and-so needed a ride and I had to take them over here. And then I had to do this. And then I had to do that. That's why I feel like even when I'm telling the truth, I sound like I'm lying because I'll over explain. (laughs) But having but been know you. like in the managerial side of things, when somebody's calling in and they're like, they tell you like the whole story all the way back to their oh mom neck. and their dad, and their, yeah, like they, they they just like over explain the story. You're like, okay, all right, you're taking the day off, all right, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> like okay, I know you're I didn't not need the whole the story, but right? okay. Yeah. But this woman, I truly believe one, she likes to hear herself talk. Two, she, even her dad and the cop were like, she talks a lot. And then he's like, oh, ever since she was little, she would talk a lot. She also was was saying things that she would say something. 
she would say something and then later down the road, it was like her story got a little twisted. So I think even the police were on to like, oh, there's little parts of her story just enough to change to make you go, that's not what you said. And so um, that's where I was like, there were, there was a time that I was like, all right, she really didn't know. He was lying to her. And right. then there were times like in the middle where I went, oh, crap. I think she was on board. Right. I think she did have something to do with it. So I'm, I'm not sure. But I will say that during the interviews um, with the phone, she was asking a lot of nervous questions. Like, well, what exactly? So wait, you're just going to be looking at this and that? You're right. only going to be... Right. Just making sure like what she had to... Mm-hmm. And then they said towards the end, they were like, okay, so we're going to be... I think they said they were going to get a warrant for this part. We're going to be getting uh, the, to track her steps to see where she was on the day that they came missing. Right. And she was like, wait... Didn't I just sign for, didn't you just do that? And they were like, no, this is to actually trace your steps to see where you were at each time of the day to make sure you weren't. Yeah, I tried to listen to her whole interview, but there was part of my brain that just checked out because I was like. (sighs) Her voice, I got, even in the shower, I'm like, stop talking. I can't take it. I can't take her voice because it's a lot of this and it's a lot of like, oh my God. She was so worried about her image that she even like in the searches when I was talking about the FBI, I looked up her searches on her phone. Um, She basically looked up like, how does the mistress look in a murder case? Oh, are you kidding? Of course. But she, honestly, if you're going to listen to it, just be prepared because even right now, just talking about it is a little irritating and I'm a little buzzed from the vodka, but so I'm kind of forgetting about stuff, <laughs> but I will say she, um, she didn't have them full. And then at one time I was like, how does she know she dated this man? And she's not showing any emotion either. And then she finally had a breakdown. She was finally like, oh my God, the little girl, oh, the little precious so little girls in there. And then she was like, <laughs> having her cry. And I'm like, seriously, even I truly believe her cry was real. But why did it take that long? Only because I was absorbing it. So I know even if she wasn't crying about the girls, her cry was coming real from somewhere. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't think that she truly (laughs) felt for them. Right. Oh, oh, here's one of the things. It just got me like a light bulb. Okay. She, they asked her how many times, first of all, have you ever gone to their house? And they, and she said that she had been there twice. And then when she said that she had been there, she said that she had never actually like gone 
into the house itself. Like she'd been in their front living room, Mm -hmm. but she's never like actually gone into the house because she felt disrespectful. Like it would be wrong for her to like go into the house. Yeah, bitch. So she's like, no, I actually, the only place I have been. Super fucking disrespectful. The only place I have been. Well, and, and according to her, she knew that they were together. He slept in the basement and that she, they were going through a divorce. They were separated and he slept in the basement. She slept in the bedroom. Yada, yada, yada. Basement? Oh, the basement is so organized. Oh yes, God. it's I didn't huge. Even know they had a basement. It's huge. I don't think I see that. Hold now, did you? <laughs> it's huge. No, I don't think so. Holy crap. Northern. Interesting. Anyway, Northern Carolina. Is it Carolina? I think it's Carolina. Anyway, can you tell us, Carolina? Anyway, um, <laughs> so they, she was like, no, I remember looking at um, some pictures and I, we, I sat on the floor in their front room, in the living room and I was helping him. I felt too disrespectful yeah. to sit on the couch. <laughs> so, I didn't, I felt disrespectful walking through their house. So I just sat and I helped him figure out his fat content count because I'm, he's trying to eat better. Okay. Then like an hour after that comment and they've talked, she's talked, she's talked, 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 talked. Then they ask her again. So when you went over to their house, how many times do police officers are, there's times I've heard interviews and I'm like, you fucking just ask that. There's a reason why they do that. There's a reason to the madness. Yes. And so they ask questions over and over. Even. There were some times where even when they were interviewed, I'm sorry, when they're interviewing him, where they're like trying to sound like they're on his side. Yes. And at first it's super cringy, mm-hmm. but you know, it's psychological at the same time where they're trying to. Yeah. Says himself. himself. So anyway, yes, it is. It's You start to, you're like, why are you being his friend? But they have, they're not stupid. They, they are trained to do these interviews. Anyway, she is telling them he the the officer asks how did you get in how did he how did you enter the house and he says how many times were you at the house and she's like um i think she, i think she repeated that she was only there twice and then she explains how she oh i think this is where she says she saw pictures of the kids and the family and how could he do this to these beautiful girls and that she went into their playroom and saw, because she was like, wow, they have so many nice things and they must be doing she really well. She talked about the car. Yeah. Like she talked about. So she's been in the garage. She went into the playroom. She she's been about, in the front like, room. His car was too nice. She's blah, been blah. into the garage. She knows how much he makes. Like, she there's works no way he could afford the, that car. Yeah. So she's like, <laughs> the playroom was very nice and i'm like you just told them an hour ago that you had only been in the front room that you did didn't want to disrespect anybody by but now you can describe the, the playroom but now she's been in the kitchen the playroom the front room the garage she's pretty much been in the whole house and so they're like oh she knows what the basement looks like how do you know what the basement looks like? Because she kept slipping and saying, there's no TV. Oh, so they, she said she she talked to him one day and that it was weird because the TV was on. So here's my feeling. 
She knows more than she knows she's more. Disclosed. And he and the officer because was like, there was a lot like they even like on the phone records mm-hmm. the day that uh, Shanann went missing, there was a whole bunch of calls, text messages between the two of them. Oh. So I feel like there was something like he must mm-hmm. have. He must have. There they must, knew. Or honestly, that's my. Some people think that it may not be the thing, but some people think he was assisted. So maybe she assisted, but I don't she, think she assisted him. I think I don't, she I mentally don't know. assisted him. Like, oh my god, I did this thing. I need to well, talk to you. Blah blah blah. Like, I think it was like some that. people think because what you, the police think, like the way that they were questioning, it sounds like they believe she didn't want children. And so that she expressed when he said that he had children, that that kind of was like a, mm, I don't want any kids. And that kind of was like the tipping point. And that's why he did it, because she didn't want kids. So he took care of Shanann and the kids so he could be in this relationship. So then let's just, that segues us into Christopher and his interview with the cops. Yeah. With, oh. the, well... The FBI actually was that interviewed him, right? I don't know. It was interviewed by everybody, but that I'm the one that I was most interested in was that final interview with him. And oh, oh, it was the, North Carolina, by the way. Oh, was it okay? All right. So Christopher was arrested late August fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. So if we remember, she went missing August thirteenth, two thousand eighteen. According to the rest affidavit and footage from security camera in the interview room, he failed a lie detector test, mm-hmm. which was pretty. Like I watched that whole lighter that lie was detector so test. insane. Yeah, yeah. she the the oh God wasn't I, she I, great? I, she yeah, called she him awesome. out. Yeah, she told mm-hmm. him. He called him out. And yeah. she basically said, if you're guilty, motherfucker, you yeah. shouldn't be sitting in this seat right now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he just sat through the whole thing, right? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like psychologically, like, yeah. like, like, as a psychologist, like, what did you think of that whole interview? I mean. Like, from beginning like the, to end with, her, with him. With him? I mean, I don't know. It's it's wild that he's so, like, you know, first the whole Stone emotional face. thing. Like, the, yeah, the no emotion, that, mm-hmm. that just got me. And I'm just like, for you to not have any emotions about even, like, killing your children and killing your wife and knowing that you you ulti- you killed your baby you know like it's just like that is so beyond like crazy to me you know but didn't they say that he was um like bipolar or something i never or what heard didn't that. he have something no i i, well, I don't I know i heard it could be but i didn't I never that wasn't something that. that i read or maybe but i, I did hear that he had that. covert narcissistic traits that I did. Yeah. But um, maybe. But, but it's just, it's, it's, be, it's beyond me for a person to do that because you would think they would have some kind of remorse, you know, regret. Like, I can't believe I did that to children, to, you know, like. My own children. Person. Yeah. My children. Yeah. He said that you know. when he was doing the FBI, CBI, and the Frederick Police Department interview, he said that because they asked him about that moment. When you were doing the polygraph, she said, when I did that polygraph on you and you were sitting there telling me and I'm calling you out and you are telling me, no, I just, they're going to come back home. What was going through your head? And he said, I knew you guys knew. Right. I just didn't know what to do. I just play acting through the whole thing. Yeah. He's like, I just knew I wasn't going to leave that station. 
I knew. And that's why when they they fed him, did you see the part where the police were like, did Shanann do it? Did she kill the kids? Mm. And then you did. So they gave him that was, idea. They were trying to give him an out, like and almost. He told them, he said, when you said that. Planting a seed. You gave me the idea to use that. And they like, oh. Like, they didn't even realize they did that. That's what I they said. They, did. they said they did not. They're like, oh. Then they just said. They were just like trying to come up with scenarios. Something. So yeah, he fails at tell. the polygraph. Like, epically mm-hmm. and then they they tell him they're like dude you failed yeah. and then they're like we have your dad we flew him in that's what he said he said um when you said when you kind of planted that story in my head about did shenan do it he knew that he was not gonna be leaving that place right and that all he wanted to do was explain to his dad. Right. And have right. one last, because he knew that was the last time he was going to be able to be in the same room with his dad. Right. So he said, I just wanted to. So then have they a bring in his dad. To my dad. Yeah. So like, your dad's outside mm-hmm. and he's like, Can I talk to my dad? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Can I go? Do I go out there? And he's like, No. They're like, no, they're like, uh, there's too many reporters. There's too many people walking around out there. Let's just do it in here. So then they brought his, his dad. dad. Come, yeah, yeah. His dad comes in and he basically tells his dad this lie. Right. And his dad's like, tell me the truth. What happened? He's like, I walked in. Shanann was choking one of the kids. Let's just say Bella. Anyway, you go ahead. He was saying he was choking the kids. She right. was choking the kids. And that he ends up choking her to death. Kind of like in self-defense her. because he sees her choking the kids. So he grabs her and Because they planted the seed. Right. They had already said, did Shanann do it? Was she hurting the kids? Right. Right. Which is probably something he didn't even think of himself. <laughs> no, he said he didn't even think of that. That they planted the seed and they were like, oops. Like, that was, seriously, that was not their game plan. That wasn't? No. That's okay. what they said. That was not their I thought intention. it was. I thought, I thought it was, it was like, psychological just to mm-hmm. get him to divulge more information, mm-hmm. just so that they could find out where the girls were and where Shanann was, so that they, they could just move on with the story. They did say that because he wasn't saying anything, he wasn't talking, that it was kind of like, then they were trying to figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, then did this happen? And then that is what kind of got it going. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so from there, they find out where the girls are. What is that? Esme? B-S-M-E? That's weird. That's random. I'm telling you. It says weird things. Anyways. Okay. So during that investigation, he claimed Shanann had strangled the girls in response to his request for separation. So what comes out after this is that Shanann comes home. They end up like having sex like she's trying to what the fudge i don't know why i keep doing that <laughs> and it comes across when we're recording too. yeah anyways oh, that's interesting it was more of a test from her like where are you at right and then afterward he feels guilty this doesn't come out in like this actual confession this is after the fact can i tell you they asked him about this like why did you have sex with her right was it revenge sex because you wanted to like, was it sex to be like, um, like I think it was guilt to, sex. Well, they were asking him, was it because like 
showing Nicole, like, like you were cheating on Nicole. Right. Like doing something to Nicole. Is that, was that your mindset? Or was it because you were trying to get back together with her? Was it because, was it, what, what exactly, what I wish they would have asked was, did you have sex with Nicole the la- when you last saw her? Because it was just hours before he saw her, mm-hmm. uh, his wife. Right. And then did you have sex with your wife? Because that would have meant something to me. Right. So they have sex. Mm-hmm. She falls asleep. Then he, he wakes her up and he's feeling guilty. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So I might be wrong in the sequence events here. But like at some point, like he wakes her up. Because he's getting ready for work. Because this is after the the, the act. Mm-hmm. And he wakes her up because he feels guilty and he wants to get it off his chest. Like, no. I. They're like, why did you wake her up? Right. Like, she's pregnant and she's barely gotten any sleep and you want to wake her up. Like, they did not understand that. Right. And she's, he basically <laughs> says it's because he wants to get it, get it off his chest. They talked about it and he basically, and I don't remember at one point, I don't remember if he discusses this in the confession or if it was in the aftertapes. Which like part? they're all like kind of blending together at this point I in know, my brain. I I'm trying to, I try to figure out which but is which too. He says that... <clears throat> He basically, she's like, you motherfucker, you like, you oh, cheated right, right, on right. me, you cheated, I knew it, I knew it, mm-hmm. I knew this was happening. Oh, but and he's straddling her. Yeah, he straddles her and he starts strangling but her. But wait, hold on. The, the police cannot get to the bottom of this. And they even try in the after interview while he's in the jail in Wisconsin. So that, that, okay, so it definitely is the after interview. They cannot, no, but it's even, okay, yeah. And they cannot figure, but even in all the interviews that they do with him, they cannot figure out, they keep asking him, okay, when exactly did you climb on top of her? And he's like, okay, I will, I crawled in, um, in bed on my side. I nudged her and was waking her up. And then he makes it sound like as soon as she, because she was sleeping kind of on her side and stomach. Mm -hmm. And he makes it sound like as soon as she like rallied up, he climbed on top of her. Mm -hmm. And then he said, I think she thought that we were going to have sex again. Mm -hmm. And we were talking and then it just became very more and more um, loud. Mm -hmm. And argumentative because I was telling her it's over and she was like and that I don't love her anymore and she said you've been cheating on me I know it and then when she said I'm going to take you'll never see your girls again right that's when it sounds like he lost his shit and started tra- strangling her it sounds like in the passion of the moment mm-hmm. like something normal that would come out of like honestly like if that was me mm-hmm like that that might be something that would come out of my Like mouth. you motherfucker, you're never oh, going to see sure. me, you're never yeah. going to see your kids. Fuck you. In the passion of right. the moment. Right. It may not yeah. be a r- rational thing to say, mm-hmm. but it is something that might When come you're out hurt, of, when you're, you're going to hurt them back. You're right. Right. 100%. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so so he says then he strangled her. And then the police were like, "Sorry to get graphic. Close your ears if you don't want to hear it." They said, "Well, Did she fight back? And this is what I don't believe. I don't think her family believes. He said she never fought back. 
And he said, that's why when you were checking me for wounds, for defensive wounds, that's why you didn't see is, anything. This is a thing that's hard for me to believe because they said there's not a lot of defensive wounds on mm-hmm. him. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of, like, there's not, I feel like he choked in her sleep. Okay. Well, what I think, what I kept seeing when I was watching this, well, cause it's, just a picture of him and it's just audio so what i kept seeing was when he straddled her he was straddling her so her arms were down Mm -hmm. and i think his legs were confining her so she couldn't fight him right and then he was strangling her and he's a he's a buff guy he's very strong and i think and then they were like and then um they were like did her eyes bleed? You know, the bloodshot eyes. Oh, my from, God. Okay. I know, All right, I know. guys. We're about to get graphic. I already said that. And okay. so then I'm like, they're like, no. He said, <laughs> I don't remember seeing any of that. I don't you think went, so. You went upside down right now. <laughs> I know. I'm and, um, He said, I don't. He doesn't remember any of that. But when you get to the part about the kids, there's stuff he also doesn't remember, and it's... He does remember that one of the girls walked into the room. Well, no. he. Re- I mean, when it gets to where he harmed the kids. Right. He also... Sa- I'll just say it. He says that the police are asking um, whatever child did they fight back. Like, were they struggling? And he said no. And they said, do you remember in court when the pathologist or whatever was talking about... Um, the damage done to the skin between the lip and the gums. And there was actually a hole in the part. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, I mean, like, I don't think he was listening to any of that. And he said, the only way that could have happened is if she was struggling and fighting back. And do you remember any of that? And he said, no, I don't remember her. And he said, did she, was she screaming? Was she grunting? He's like, she may have made a couple grunting sounds. So I honestly think in his rage of killing both or all three of them, I don't think he remembers. I think that he had Shanann strapped down with his legs and then was choking her so she couldn't move. Do you think it was like a rage blackout? I totally think. He could have been in a psychosis or something, you know, like. Am I for sure? That came to mind when I was mm-hmm. listening to some of the dialogue. My opinion, when I was like doing a little trying to analyze, like how did this happen? <laughs> My whole thing was that he—it's still twitching—he submerged because they said he never got angry. He was very mild mannered. He was. I think he stored all his emotions. He didn't show a lot of emotion, period. Well, I grew up not showing a lot of emotion either and learning to be, I had to learn to like, because in my world, you couldn't show certain emotions. And so, and so I, I think that he trained his brain to not show certain things and to, to even since he was a kid. So you can only push that anger and sadness and whatever it is down so far and then he's in this relationship with his wife and he's so that dominated. brings up the whole mother son relationship because yeah. his mom was a dominant figure obviously in some mm-hmm. of the interviews mm-hmm. and obviously and she even admittedly said that she was the dominant person in mm-hmm. the relationship that yeah. he 
was a very repressive oh, person. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that he, I think that he finally lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, like literally going. You got to stop that. I think he finally lost his it. shit. <laughs> I think that, I think a part of him, I think he finally lost his shit. Right. I think he finally had enough and exploded and just the right switch went off and he went out. And then even like, I think he came out, he's driving that hour long. Cause even he's like, I'm driving an hour. Like how come? I think he's wait, wait. even questioning. He loads her into his, the back of his truck. Mm-hmm. He puts the girls into the, alive in, mm-hmm. in his testimony, alive into the back of the truck. Which again, the in police, their car seats. The police don't believe that they were alive. They keep questioning. I truly believe they're like, are you sure? We just want you to tell us the truth. It's okay. But he's saying they he were says alive. they were alive. And that he strangled them when he took them down mm-hmm. there. In front of each, one in front of the other. Right. Just, and one of them literally like put up a fight. Like this is the part that breaks mm-hmm. like it all breaks my heart, but just like Yeah. No. Knowing that one of them was watching their do- their sister being killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and she said, Are you gonna do to me what you just did to Cece? It was Bella, I believe, because I wrote it I think I wrote it down because it was very Yeah. Then went to Bella who uh she said, That going to happen to me? And then he smothered Bella with the blanket. This is a part where I wish I had more alcohol. The authorities located the bodies of the Watts family on the Andarco Petroleum site on August 16th. Christopher had been fired from the company on August 15th, the day of the arrest. Wait a minute. What happened? He was fired on August 15th. Oh, because he got arrested? Right. Oh, okay. The girls' bodies were found hidden in oil tanks, separate oil tanks. While Shanann and Nico were buried in a shallow grave nearby. And Nico is the unborn baby. Basically somebody that on one of the, I think it was one of the interviews that I heard, that the holes that he shoved them down was the size of a dinner plate. And one of the girls literally put up a fight. And I think this was prior to him. Did you see any of this footage? I I remember seeing the end of the thing, um, but... Was it in that same documentary? But but no, I was saying um, at the end of the documentary, I know that they were showing like the oil oil wells. Right. Right. Um, There's two. But I don't, There's two big, giant, like. Huge things. Yeah. Right. But I don't remember like the thing saying it was the size of a dinner plate. I thought I thought he just shoved both of them in there. I do remember, vaguely remember um, hearing about like the one putting up a fight, you know, because she didn't want to go down. But, um, but I think when it came to like them talking about the kids, I think I kind of like blocked myself right, out because I was right. like, oh, no. right. horrible, you know. So I, I really don't remember a lot of the details about what he did with the kids. Right. Um, but I do remember they said that he had the wife in a, um, in a shallow grave. And I remember like the footage of that, like going over, you know, like where, and they were like, where is she? You know, and he was like, she's right there, blah, blah, blah. You know, I do remember that. Um, where they were asking him where she, where he buried his wife, um, Shanann. Yeah. No, I don't remember the other stuff. Yeah, she was definitely in a shallow grave. And the girls were each in their own tank. So they were separated from each other. Oh. Yeah, they asked him about it. Okay. They okay, said. No, I don't remember. No, <laughs> listen. See, I couldn't listen to that. <laughs> they said, so which one was the bigger girl? Bella? Right. So I don't they, know. they said, with Cece, did you have to. F- 
force her in? And he's like, no, she went in pretty easy. And then they said, okay, with Bella, did she go in easy? And he said, uh, he kind of couldn't remember. And then he's like, no, I think I had to, he kind of had to maneuver her in a little more. So I'm thinking he had to like shove her in. See, first of all, this is the part that like all is of really these... hard for me. Like when he is like, you see these after interviews where he's like already in jail and he's already sentenced, and I know they're just trying to come in and they're trying to get more information for him, and mm-hmm. it's all psychological. They're trying to like befriend him and whatever, and they're laughing and like. <clears throat> It just sounds like they're trying to build a rapport. Mm-hmm. But after knowing all this other stuff, it's really hard for me to connect to this interview because they're like, well, like they're just knowing what he's already done to right. his kids. I mean, they actually had to see it. Like a lot of them have to have get counseling right? because it was so horrific for them to see all of this. But at the same time, they're trying to learn and get inside this person's head so that if something like this comes across their desk again, they're going to know they like learn how something. to profile this. Yeah. Because he did it. He's so different. Like I mentioned in the beginning, like this family annihilator profile, mm-hmm. like a lot of these family annihilators end th- up like okay. shooting themselves. Are you, are you losing your tongue? Does it sound? Do I sound like I'm losing my tongue? I'm sorry. If I, if I got a little bit, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, because I've had to drink a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. just to deal with this episode. Yeah. Um, a I'm lot sorry. of these, the family annihilator um, profile, mm-hmm. a lot of these people end up shooting themselves. Well, they had yeah. him on suicide watch, but right. I don't think no. he ever intended on hurting no, himself. No, not him. Right. But a but lot of them end up they like, do. it's like a... They, they kill take their family out. and then they take themselves mm-hmm. out at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But him, no. No. And also, like I said, even during this interview, which was in like February, it was after, and they were talking about how, I mean, he, he still speaks highly of her, like talking oh. about how, she, oh. how, what a good salesperson she was, what a great mother she was, what a great person she was, what... She was a great wife. I mean, he he isn't saying a bad thing about her, and I think I'm Eva oh, right shit. now. Eva, this is really this is really hard for me. Like I've just been like, Ugh. yeah, no, it's it's a it's a really hard case, and to deal with anything you know with kids and stuff. I mean, like the whole Casey Anthony thing that was really yeah, rough, you right, know. Like, yeah. and I think that happened. I. Th- I want to say like the year before I had Jordan, you know, and that was just before I even became a parent. I was just like, what the, like, how the hell could you Mm -mm. do something to that beautiful little baby? You know, and, and, and it's, it's hard to understand the psychology behind it. Yeah. And, and for me, like I, because I watched so many like murder docs and like, why did they do it to try to like get behind the mind, you know, and all of it. I mean, it's all psychological. There's so much behind it of like why they did it. And I hate to say it because I, I hear you guys talking about it in the podcast, but like um, where it's like they have a past. The person that yeah. did it always has some kind of, you know, some past mm-hmm. and 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 they're just a product of their environment. And it sucks that, you know, that unfortunately, because of how they're raised, that they decided to murder the entire family, you know, or what have you, whatever this case may be, you know, but. It's um, it's crazy just how in how like mental it is with like murder and killing and anything like that. I mean, what are you barking it's at? Wild. 
My dog yeah. comes and playing with her. Because I'm I, like moving my hand. I'm, I definitely... Like, that, that's why I say I totally believe that he had repressed all this anger and resentment towards his mother, towards every... He had been with all females that dominated. So even dating and then marrying and then... So he he pushed that so far. You're going... You're brain your your body can only handle so much sorry i'm laughing because i see her pomeranian trying to come up to her like i'm not laughing about the subject matter but your 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 body your brain can only handle so much before it snaps in that that series it's called snapped people really do snap right and so like you like see a lot of clips sorry like uh, all right so i'm probably coming in Yes, uh-huh. Eva, now you can hear me. Sorry. Um. <laughs> she gets really close to the mic. I really do. I'm so, uh-huh. sorry. Anyways, you understand, like, be, like his relationship with his mother. Uh-huh. Like, his mother is a very dominant personality. If you've watched a lot of these clips, and I am going to include a lot of the clips of the interviews with his mom the interviews with her so you kind of can understand like the dominant personalities that are in his life and he is a very like repressive personality where he's repressed a lot of these energies in his life like i'm not making excuses for this guy just he's a say, monster this he's is a not fucking making monster. excuses oh my god i hate the fact that i've already drank so much and it's coming out <laughs> in this a lot of us live with a lot of these energies in our lives and we move past them and he was unable to move past this yeah this part of his life yeah he definitely let a lot of shit build up you know and it, and like we i know you guys say before like you don't try to excuse their behaviors but they're also human so it's really mm-hmm. interesting to to understand their past to figure out like why and what just kind of like led them to their breaking point, you know? And that's the whole thing. I mean, like I, when I watch like the murder docs and stuff like that, I, um, I like to watch the psychological part of it because everybody has their history, you know? And, and that's kind of where, when you study it, when you're in that field of like the criminal psychology, you get to understand, okay, well, this kid was killing birds at the age of mm-hmm. six you know and that's that's usually a telltale sign that something's some shit's about to come out you know a few years mm-hmm. later and um you know and and it's like there it's it's a learning thing and everybody has their their like mo you know of you know when they do stuff that's not the right terminology but but it's like just the of. psychology of like what how they were raised you know right. that they study this and they're they're putting it together like okay well this person had this and now we know that maybe this might, you know, play out and we'll be able to understand and a different case because it's, that's know, what's so interesting about his case is that FBI profilers come back in and they interview him because they're like, he doesn't fit all of he the doesn't fit it. They're like, you don't yeah. fit any of it. We don't get it. And also, I think it's interesting that a lot of these cases have hardcore religion behind them where the family huh i said 100 percent. there's always and the family even in there when they went when they're visiting him at the jail they're like and in uh this book 
Jeremiah 342 says, and I'm just so proud and I love you unconditionally and the, and I'm so glad that the Lord has brought you back to him and you know he forgives you. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You have no yeah. idea what his relationship between him and God, what's going to happen when he goes over there. But that aside, stop hiding behind your religion for what yeah. he did. And, oh, we just love you unconditionally. You know you're being filmed. That's an interesting thing. Like, it's funny that you mentioned that because supposedly he found God. Mm-hmm. Right. I found they God. Do, they? they all find, yeah, you're right. Everybody yeah. finds God. Right. But even, and, and I've been, you know, a lot of the inmates come to me and they're asking me, like, what what part of the book should I read to find this and that? It's like, oh, my Atlanta. Okay, I just want to say, uh... Did you, they interviewed even the babysitter who was 17 years old. Right. Did you see that one? Yes. And then, uh, which I felt really bad for, but this babysitter was a great witness. Like, remembered what the girls were wearing, remembered, I mean, I certainly wouldn't have remembered all of the details. That, But anyway, um, he keep he kept telling the investigators that, he felt like someone else was controlling him. Like, he's like, I didn't even feel I like feel it like was me. I that's just a cop-out. I just felt like it was someone else controlling me. Don't you feel me. like that's a cop-out yeah. when you say, like, that's, something's that's... controlling you? I like, know, because I, like I really do. all your responsibility deep down. Yeah, but I feel you, like you do. You can. This is you, motherfucker. But if your brain shuts off in this rage, I do feel like you could feel like this is so heinous. You become the dark passenger. I do feel like it because even if the police are like, this is not this human. Like you, he loved his kids. He was a, there. I can tell you, my ex-husband wouldn't know what kind of medications my kids were on. He wouldn't know what time my kids need to go to sleep. He didn't know what my little, the little stuffed animal's name was. But this guy knew everything about his kids. But I feel like a lot of that is just memorization for him because she had already controlled so much. Could be, but I don't know. But I think the thing with him trying to like say something was controlling him, Mm -hmm. that, that seems to be like maybe he's looking for an out. Like, oh, maybe they'll uses you know um, oh no he was already he already had the life sentence this was there was no going back this is after there's nothing they're trying to figure out this is this just them trying to learn something and he's not going to get away with anything all right there's no more court dates i'm going to go on to the the black and white part of this okay the authorities located the bodies of the watts family on the andarco um, petroleum site on August 16th. Christopher had been fired by the company on August 15th, the day of his arrest. The girls' bodies were found hidden in oil tanks, which I think I might have already said, yeah. while Shanann and Nico were buried in a shallow grave nearby. On August 21st, Christopher was charged with five counts of first-degree murder, including an additional one count Per child cited as death of a child who had not yet attained 12 years of age and the defendant was in a position of trust, unlawful termination of a pregnancy, and three counts of tampering with with a deceased human body. He was denied bail at his first court appearance. At a later hearing, his bail was set at $5 with him being required to put down 15% to be released. I'm surprised they didn't make that a cash bond. Right. 
But um, are you going to talk about... Well, I just want to get onto the haunting part of it. Okay, well, he ended up... it. You know, he ended up pleading. Right. And so, he ended up um, doing that because he didn't want to torture anybody. In an interview on Dr. Phil, Christopher lawyer claimed that Christopher confessed to killing Shanann after an argument regarding divorce. During the murder, Bella walked in on the couple. Christopher then told her that Shanann was sick. He loaded Shanann's body and the girls without their car seats mm-hmm. in the backseat of his work truck. So this is what he says. No, yeah, that's his story. He later smothered the girls, one after the other, with a blanket there. And they're telling him that the like, still one can't of the girls that definitely out. give give a give a fight, right? Right. Because there's defensive wounds on that. Yeah, child. and the rips in her mouth and right. everything. Yeah. The morning after he killed his family and disposed of the bodies at an oil work site owned by his then employer, Chris called the school. The girls were set to attend, saying they would no longer be coming. Which is like, I mean, so, like, tell like, me like, you don't have that really, plan. Like thinking this through. Yeah. Like, somebody did not have you under control. This has, like, remnants of Lori Velo to me. Yes. And then Chris contacted a realtor to discuss the selling of his house and texted his girlfriend about their future. Weld County, Colorado's district attorney, my... Do I sound drunk? Yeah. I feel like... Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's okay. You might it's need called, to the rest It's called Tipsy Tales. Oh, my God. I feel like... You're supposed to. That. She's so drunk she can't write it, folks. Last paragraph right here. It says, and then it's a hard case. It is hard because, like, contacted a realtor. When it comes to kids, like these ones hit me like yeah, so hard. All right, contacted his girlfriend about their future. Weld County's county no Weld County, Colorado's district attorney Michael Rourke said at at his sentencing hearing, according to People, People Magazine, I take it, Mm -hmm. uh, it seems that Chris started implementing plans to start a new life on the very same day that he murdered his family. Explaining Chris's potential motive, Rourke continued, he had a desire for a fresh start to begin a relationship with a new love that overpowered all decades... and feelings for for his wife, his daughters, and his unborn son. Christopher pleaded guilty to the murders on November 6th. The death penalty was not put forward by the district attorney. Shanann's family did not want to be responsible for a death, so they asked yeah, that, that that not be put on their hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like, they, his family I wouldn't want said... I know, I know your sense. Yeah, on nobody the death penalty. Nobody's but... gonna die because no, you spend your life rotting in prison thinking about exactly. what you did, motherfuckers. Forget that. Anyway, they were supportive of his decision to accept the plea deal on November nineteenth. He was sentenced to five life sentences, three consecutive, and two con- concurrent, without the possibility of parole. He received. An additional 48 years for the unlawful termination of Shanann's pregnancy and 36 years for three charges of tampering with the deceased body. After this, he had his $5 million bail revoked and was immediately remanded to custody. I loved what the judge said. 
Right. He said, you can take the prisoner now and um, something about telling him to to start the rest of his life in prison. Right. That he will never see the light of day, basically. It was a very perfect wording, whatever he said. And I, I, uh, I did one of these. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He went to prison. Anyway. And, okay, so can I just say something else before we get into the paranormal? I wonder, one, because he went from fat and flabby to beefed up. Right. Was he doing steroids, and did that have anything to do with anything? And I will tell you, I have tried this product that she was selling. Thrive. And it makes you, it it is, a you know, that my when my neighbor was giving it to me, she's like, that it doesn't interact with you. And I'm like, it interacts. Like, you shouldn't be giving to this to people unless you know what medications they're on. It's It had me jittery all over the place. I got physically sick from it. I was like, nope, I am not even... She gave me like a whole sample packet that they give people and the patch. And I was like, no. I took one, one vitamin supplement and it made me sick. So I was like, no. And it gave me the jitters all day. It was right. very bad. So who knows it if that had... Caffeine it? Um, there is... A band or something that has high amounts of caffeine, but there is the patch, I think, has a bunch of something else in it. But even he said, um, your watch, your Apple watch will show your heart rate. It'll show like you're working out all day long because your heart rate is constantly. That's interesting. So I just wonder if that had something to do with fucking with his brain, too, but. I feel like there's that whole personal responsibility thing that comes into play here. Yeah, well, sometimes there's other things too, though. Right. But anyway, okay, paranormal, go. Okay, you go. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to say, so on the police cameras, on their footage, there are, I watched it clean out without paranormal people saying this and that. And then um, the first initial, there are some things that when I went and watched, I was like, okay, that's bullshit. There's nothing there. Right. So sometimes people just like to make you think there's something there when there isn't. Okay. No, but that one footage of when they're in there with the dogs. Okay, when they take the dogs. So the very first time they go in and they have the dogs sniffing around the house, they go into Shanann's closet. And as they're entering her closet, did you hear the, mommy? And it says, Mommy. Well, and I then you hear. The, <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear okay. the mommy until yeah. later on. Yeah. The mommy's I, like, very faint. And then you have to hear, you hear. Mommy. I think it even does it twice, but I only heard it once. And then you hear. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's something. Did you hear that? Did you watch? No. Oh my God. It was so spooky. Here's something so crazy. They. I didn't even know about this part until she mentioned that there was a paranormal part, mm-hmm. and I went back and like was I was like, oh my god! They went and they yeah, yeah they paired up. The, you know the video where they have uh, Nicole is like, I'm doing this, and I oh, I guess she had left him a a voicemail or something also, and in the voicemail it she giggles. <laughs> it sounds it's exactly like that giggle. They put really? the two giggles together. Wait, which Nicole? Nicole, the bad one. Okay. The mistress. The mistress. Okay. And so they put that Nicole. Well, she was leaving him a message. She's like, okay, I'm talking. It's I that know, giggle. Because like the giggle when they're like the dogs are going through the closet. Yeah. 
No, I'm saying that's a that's a legit giggle. I'm saying they took the giggle Mm -hmm. from the voicemail. It sounds and they it sounds just like the ghost giggle. Yeah, but anyway, okay. So that aside, even the police or the investigators when they had the dogs, they heard the giggle with their own ears. It was loud enough to hear, and they thought maybe they stepped on a toy or something. They were like, did you hear that? You heard that, right? So yeah, it sounded like a, to- a kid's toy. It sounded like a giggle. Right. And so they heard it. So that just acknowledges that's real, and it really happened, and it's not somebody making shit up just because. Right. Okay, then um, the police are called when... By neighbors, they the house is empty. It's vacant. He's arrested. The family's dead. The neighbors see the garage lights go on, and they also see a woman go into the house. And they're like, "No, nobody's in there." So they call the police. The police go in. They get into the house, and you clearly hear EVPs that are like that say. Mm-hmm. this is my house or things like that. that. Yeah. That. And so I'm pretty sure that's when they were doing, is that when they were went in to check the house mm-hmm. or is that when they were that's originally when the dogs there? Were there? The dogs were there. Yeah. yeah. That's when the dogs were there. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of EVPs. They amplified the sounds. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of EVPs. Um, I'm with Cece. Mm-hmm. That one freaked me yeah, out. Yeah. Cause it sounded like this. I'm with Cece. All right. I might drop those here. And anyway, so now the police are called, they go in, and when they walk in, if you look, um, there's on the stairwell, it looks like a little, I think it's this one, where a little girl, it looks like the ghost of a little girl comes down the stairs. Is that when the police go in to investigate? I didn't see that one. All right. So I'll figure it out. I could get my stories mixed up. There was one that was debunked. No, Definitely. that's where the little girl's in the room. Everybody thought that there was a ghost of a little girl in the playroom while they were, when they first got called there and they didn't know that the girls and that Shanann was dead. And it was right when Nicole called. Yeah. And that was Nicole's little girl playing in the toy room. Right. Anyway, but this one is the ghost of a little girl. You can clearly see it. It's going, I replayed it a couple of times because I wanted to debunk it, but. It's pretty clear. Right. There's I, one where the, the light goes off in the room. It was oh around no. that time, and the light just turns off. 
in oh. one of the rooms, and they mm-hmm. kind of showed that one. So. Oh, and then there is another. Um, oh, so when they, okay, I know this one for sure. When they went into the house thinking there's a woman in there or somebody had broken into the house, the police were very thorough. And even then they were talking about how organized the people were. They're like, damn. But um, they had very thoroughly checked the house and there was one officer, a bunch of officers went upstairs to check upstairs and one stayed downstairs and he keeps getting spooked by the kitchen dining room area like he keeps even holding up his gun and flashlight like something keeps moving in there something is this in video that i can yeah like pull up and put on the website yeah and people keep claiming that they see a shadow figure i i think it's just his lighting okay but People swear it's. I don't think so, but I. But he sees something. So He's freaked also out by the something. Part where like, uh, Shanann's mom said that. Mm-hmm. Did were you gonna bring this up about mm-hmm. Shanann's mom Mm-mm. that she came to her the. Oh the, yeah 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 night. yeah. Okay, go ahead. You know you bring that one up because I don't know that well, one. Well, she enough. just basically was like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I'm sorry, mom. And so she knew immediately something was wrong. She said she knew. She came to her afterwards too. Right, she came mm-hmm. to her two times. Yeah. And I think the kid, one of the kids came to her too. I think she said in, in dreams, that. by the way, these right. are in dreams. Right. Yeah. And it made her feel better to know that they were, okay. she said at peace and with God and that they were able to come to her. Right. And she said that made her feel better. Gosh, there was something. Okay. So hold on. So they did the stairs. Oh, and then there's another one that shows, they say that you could see Shanann in a mirror, but... Again, I debunked this. I think it is just a reflection of one of the officers. Did you see it? Mm-mm, I think it's yeah. just a reflection of one of the officers. You're going to have to send me that. So okay. Put it on the- and then- yeah, I just saw that one. Did you? I'm, what do you I'm think? Looking at, I'm looking at videos right now. Mm-hmm. And it was like someone recording the video. So it's all like weird. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of look like it's someone's reflection. Not yeah. really like a child or anything. No. Right? That and they said it was the mom, Shanann, but I really think it looks like you could see the badge of a uniform. I think I could be wrong. I think the most compelling evidence is that it's the EVPs, the EVPs mm-hmm. were they're like on the CC, yeah, they giggled, yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. mommy, the mommy is very faint. You have or to there was to one, it really I don't, I don't remember exactly what mm-hmm. it said. It was like, This is our house, yeah, it said, This is our house, yeah. And I'm with Cece and, or, I, yeah, and... Which feels super cruel to me is, like, why did he put them in separate tanks? They asked him yeah. that. He didn't have a response. It was just like, he, it just, I have a tank for you and I have a tank for you. Yeah, he didn't really know why he did that either. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, I mean, I... Oh, and to this day, I think to this day, um, they haven't been able to sell the house. Nobody wants to buy it. They've even cut down the price. They've it's went on for auction. Nobody wants it. That house is definitely going to be haunted. I'd buy it. <laughs> it's a beautiful house. <laughs> I take. Beautiful, I would it, take Shanann and her kids and like, heartbeat. That's one of the things that they commented on mm-hmm. was like how nice the neighborhood was, mm-hmm. how nice the house was, like yeah. This whole picture perfect. Like The neighbors think that they should just knock it down and put a little park there or something. I think so, too. But, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I 
think it's a pretty house, so... I mean, I would take Shanann and her kids as ghosts. I'd be okay with that. As long as, you know, because they want to stay know. in their house. I don't know. I wouldn't want the energy that was in that house. Oh, so. I'd cleanse the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's only going to be good energy. After. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I missed anything. I want to make sure that. Uh... I think, to me, the most compelling evidence mm-hmm. is that what. Because it's just like you can see how caught by surprise the the cops with the dogs are. Like mm-hmm. the investigators yeah. Oh, yeah. with the dogs mm-hmm. are like, what was that? What was that? And then she's and like, was go step on that blue thing and see if it makes that sound. It's And no, they, it, they heard it. They were trying to debunk mm-hmm. it themselves. Like, yeah. what was that? Yeah. 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 And it was clearly like, <laughs> oh, it's loud and it is a, <laughs> and I'm probably going to put it right here. Yes. You already said back there you were going to put it drunk. <laughs> so right here, we'll put it something again. else. Oh, oh, okay. She'll put it again, everybody. Just Eva's here. to you guys. <laughs> so I can't go. What's it's called Tipsy Tales for a reason. Right, it is exactly. called Tipsy Toes. Sorry, guys. Tipsy like, Toes? This is like it's a very serious subject matter, but like I had... This, this might have more like that... posted tales, but... <laughs> This is probably the first time that I've had to have Carlene finish my <laughs> her, part of the story writings. because I'm so, like, I just, I can't deal. I can't yeah, deal. Yeah, no, it's definitely a rough story, like, to go through. So when you said it, I was like, I mean, you know, I already knew the things of the case. I had watched the stuff and and all that, but, um, yeah, I just. I talked to a client and she was like, Oh my gosh, that's going to be such a good one. What's the name of your podcast? And then I said, oh my God, we we couldn't stop talking about it. I'm like, I need to stop talking to you about it because I need you to listen to my podcast. And then she says, and then I was like, oh, it'd be so awesome if we had like where we could have people call in. Right. And like, it'd be so much fun. There's this really cool thing called email. Where you guys can email your thoughts to us, and it's Tipsy Tales Podcast at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. So if you have any comments, you can definitely email those. Put them on our and, Instagram. And you can also send us an Instagram at Tipsy Tales Podcast. And or we Twitter. are also on Twitter at Tipsy Tales Pod. Or and Facebook. We're also on Facebook at Tipsy Tales Podcast. Man, and we are open to suggestions, Please, comments. like, if you don't like what we're talking about, or if you have an, a suggestion, mm-hmm. a story, mm-hmm. suggestions. Also, we're on YouTube, so you can like, subscribe, and I think if you push that little bell, you get notifications. So right. We're going to try and get hey, better. Yeah, we're on YouTube. Thank mm-hmm. you for everybody that is listening to us on YouTube, and thank you for the 15 people. <laughs> That's what we mean. Or 16 people like, that could are you on please YouTube. Subscribe, like, follow, whatever you do on YouTube, because that helps. Yeah, that brings our ranking up. Hey, you know what else helps? Right. Just go get us some merchandise. Go get some merchandise. Hey, we are on, I can't think of Sea Breeze or something. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Teespring. 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 Tipsy Tales Podcast. We have amazing. Those face. Oh, I got more compliments. I was at my doctor's office, had my face mask on. This man was like, hey, I love your mask. And I was like, thanks. It's I feel like you go podcast. to more places than I do because I no. just go to the grocery store. <laughs> I get Even at the grocery store, somebody will be in the parking lot. They'll be like, love your face mask. I'm like, thank you. It's Tipsy Tails. Go look us up. And uh, I think we should cut us off now. I, th- I think I need to be cut off now. <laughs> and we'd like to thank our guest speaker tonight. Bianca, we'd love to have you on more often to give us that whole psychological perspective. That would be awesome. She's muted us. Oh, <laughs> what happened? I, I forgot. No, the kid was yelling, so I muted it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, um, I mean, I'm, I'm all in. I love all this and. I mean, I've been texting Alma, and I tell him, okay, I finally caught up to episode 40. You You guys are so hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And I just die loud. She's like, I don't know which episode that is, or she'll remember, and some of the stuff that you guys go on and on about, I just die laughing. And, um, but I'm finally, I'm catching up. I'm, you know, I told her uh, I finally found a time and place when my daughter's not around to listen to it because she's always around. Right. Mm. That's, that's another thing. If, so, if, if your kids so are around. When I, drive to go work with my patients i'm listening to it you know yeah i usually can get through a a whole episode there and back definitely not made for children if you don't say fuck around (laughs) your kids then yeah i mean not only that some of the content that we talk about and we're drinking cutting people's cutting people's heads off (sighs) stuffing their bodies and things the vampire oh bathory that one there there was one that was just real i think it was a one with yvette but that oh. one was like wild. Oh, was that like, the Guadalajara one? Was it? No, I felt like it was. No, I don't know. There was one. It was called the Vampire Something. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, that was a California and the guy one. was just. It was in California. I think it was. Was it? He was like. I don't know. There was one, but it was wild and it just was so gruesome. And I was like, yeah, there's no way in hell I'd let my candy. <laughs> 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 yeah. I know. I feel like oh, we yeah. should give like a more like more strong disclaimer on some of these but it is is. she's like nah (laughs) i mean it pretty much already says adult content yeah it says tipsy tales like well but then you guys did do like the trigger warning for this one you know and you guys usually when there's something like that's super yeah if it's gonna be traumatizing like even the last one that we did, we were pretty much like, "This that, is a trigger warning." Cause, yeah, yeah. Zodiac yeah. Killer was pretty. Yeah, that ugh. was. Ugh. I know you're not all the way caught up, Bianca. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's working her way up. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for tonight. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate everybody that's listening to our episodes. If you've made it this far, thank you. Congratulations. We love you guys. Um, that's it good 2021 you're just gonna keep going girl i am all right good night everybody good night night. (laughs) stay safe